following program is intended for a mature audience only. Please call all children and put them inside the closet at this time. Please keep all legs, arms, and other organs inside the vehicle at all times. You must be over 18 to listen to the following broadcast. Consider yourself warned. As they say, nobody ought to be alone on Christmas. Where did those lonely folks go? The Fabulous D Show, that's where. Pull up a chair, Grandpa. I've got Iron Eagle's Nick Tyrant on tonight's crude Christmas special. Right now. I had a dream. It's still, it's still the biggest and best. It's the Fabulous D Show. Never ends, does it? Quando, quando. All that space. Oh, oh God. Well, you have something in your mouth, let me get a word in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Chicken. Go get the chicken. You bring I'm, this out in me. <laughs> you never start saying, who did they suck off? Look at that. <laughs> I am a fantastic dancer. I'm not ringing my own bell. The Fabulous D. The Artist D. A template for talented energy. Some say superstar and others just say holy moly. The day I grab my crotch, it'll mean it's falling off. I'd stay away from him. (laughs) That's dangerous stuff right there. I'd put some distance between me and him if I were you. Five piercings through a lips and ten piercings through each ear and her eyebrows were done and her nose was done and all sorts was done. And I couldn't exactly chicken out. Oh, that sounds fun! Good God. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Don't white supremacists claim to be trying to save the, the white race because that's Jesus and God, right? Aren't they? Isn't that what it's all about? Oh, right. exactly. Well, it's, well, how nuts is that? It's ridiculous. Hello. I've been in bed with Dee and it was so good. Good afternoon, Los Angeles. A glitter-encrusted morning to our fabulous street team in Australia. We apologize for this interruption. However, it is most important, this coast-to-coast, continent-to-continent, everywhere in between. It's the fabulous D Show, the show for anyone with a brain in their head. I am the artist D, and that over there is Vanilla Child and Nick Tyrant in their corners. What's up? Ah. <laughs> Hello. 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 It's good to be back. It's good to be here. 
and it's back. It's been over a year. Over a year. I don't even remember our last encounter. I was so, so smashed. You it don't remember it. I don't remember it. No one remembers it. Well, I hope it was good. Well, it's I didn't sell good. any more tracks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then the band broke down after that. I, I blame you. Wow. Wow. That's really quite... I'm, it's almost exciting. If I <laughs> take, Can I take the blame for breaking up a famous band? Fate. I wouldn't say famous, but yeah, can sure. Can we pretend can it's that. famous, at least? We oh, can pretend, Actually, yeah. I, don't give, I don't care. I, I broke up a band. That's awesome. They were fighting over you. Were they, yes. What, what happened? Um, my guitarist, no word of a lie, set my fucking house on fire. <laughs> what? Well, that will do it. And, and, and my, my friend uh, Slim, who used to be in the band, still jokes to this day that the first thing I got out of my house was my amplifier and not my wife. <laughs> I have no doubt. Absolutely. Oh. Well, she can get out on her own. The amplifier yeah, has no legs. legs. Exactly. Well, she could have got the amplifier. True. She could have at least helped carry something. Yeah. He was While just were... sitting... Sorry. While you were getting the wedding pictures or something. Oh, no, that backed up on hard disk. Exactly. <laughs> thank God for technology. Oh, my God. Yeah, thank God for hard disks. So it's my crude Christmas special on the Fabulous D Show, and we're joined by Iron Eagles, or, well, I don't know, is it the former Iron Eagles, Nick Tyrant, from, hmm, what is it, London? Where are you, darling? Bord- Bournemouth, darling. Bournemouth, all right. And Vanilla, how, how, are, how are you, Vanilla, first? Um, okay. okay. It could be better. Could be better. You know, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It is Christmas Day. And, it is. And it's Boxing Day now for Nick, because it's already tomorrow. Yeah. Happy Boxing Day, Nick. Thank you very much. Did we decide what Boxing Day was about in the end? Round one. Let's fight. Fuck it. I'm in. I'm taking you bitches down with me. I'm in, I'm in one corner. Get in your corner, boy. <laughs> That's you in... watch out for the headbutts and low blows. That must, <laughs> must be what, what I mean when I say you're in your corners. Ready to come that out is. swinging. That's exactly what you mean. Oh, that's fabulous. Oh, my goodness. And everyone who's listening, come into wildbenchchat.com to interact during the show. It's just about Christmas, because you're digesting your crud. If you had any I crud. Ha- if they're listening, if they're not with their families, unfortunately. Oh, why would anyone do that? Well, I did all day. Oh. Well, that's good. And now you can come back and relax and hide from, from the family. With more family. With, more, with the, the fabulous family. That's right. Are we a little told, family now? We are a family. Well, Dee and I are family. True. Of course. But I, can, I, told, but I consider you all my family, all the listeners, all the, all the team fabulous. It's the Wild Bunch family. <clears throat> and the Rainbow family. That's right. Oh, not forgetting the Rainbow family. Hello, Rainbow family. Hello. Hello. I'm gonna just. You know, I'll be. <laughs> I'll be in an accent constantly by the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you know. <laughs> so will I. <laughs> <laughs> well, between the Doctor Who. Exactly. Oh. So, how was your Christmas, Vanilla Child? It was okay. It was good for the kids. They I had a. See, I see. Dvex got time. quite a quite a haul. 
Well, she doesn't need any art supplies for a very long time. Good. Well, now that she's got more canvas, she can start painting me pictures. Yes, she can. And she can start selling them and True. making mommy some money. True. Absolutely. She can fund her own marching expenditures next year. Well, with that her would art. be lovely. I'd that like would be that lovely. Happen, especially for you. But yeah. when, I, when I come visit, I need to uh, teach her how to do oil. Yes, definitely. Because yes, I saw all those but, acrylics sitting there, and it's like a nightmare to me. Well, that's what you sent her originally, so that's what we got her. Ah, well, that is the start. That's where it begins. You need to know how to work with acrylics first before you move to oils and make a mess. I, that's why there's so many little bottles. Yes. But she does have some oil pastels, and she's got a sketchbook and a bunch of other, some watercolors. She's good. She's ready to go. Very good. Very good. And, Ready to rock and roll. And and the little one was pleased as well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. She got pretty much <laughs> Toys R Us uh, sitting here at my house, my apartment. Looks like a toy store. I made it's okay, though. I made such a scene of myself this week, actually. You, you made a scene? I made a scene, yes. Because I was invited to a Christmas party. And, Uh-oh. And the invite was that you were to bring... Um, a gift for a child, a toy to donate to the, you know, they have these dumb bins in America where you put your toys for needy children. Right. And I don't, I didn't bring a toy. Damn it, I, they used to disappoint me. The, the oh. boxes or? No, the children. The children. <laughs> 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 yes, indeed. And and that was they said where is your toy you know it was like an admittance fee basically to this party I'm like no I'm not I don't I don't buy children toys and I I was quite loud about it the children do not deserve toys they need books and and they're like no they need toys and it was this big thing and I had to lecture the room on how I don't think children should have toys they should have books and things because their imagination is enough give them a stick and I swear I'm not 85 years old. <laughs> we need to educate the youth. Yes, yeah. we do. We do, because you know, I mean, not to sound like my great grandfather, but you know, give him a can, give him a stick. The rest. Well, she is got quite a few play. books too. That's good. She likes to read. That's good. The little one does. And you know what I was expecting that I did not get in in response to this, because they were quite appalled that I did not bring a toy. And I was saying, you know, they deserve books. And I was waiting for some smartass to say, so where's the book? And yeah, nobody I was going to ask that. Nobody did. And I should have, absolutely, I would have said, yes, I am totally at fault for being an asshole and not bringing a book. But You see, if I was there, you'd have got it for that. I'd have said, where's the motherfucking encyclopedia of education? <laughs> That's what I would have said, too. I was getting ready to ask you, so did you take a book? I didn't. But... I didn't. I was pretty lame that I, I didn't, I, and that I do admit that that was quite, <laughs> if I may say, douchebaggy of me. It's okay, though. We, we should all know by now that it, we just can't take you out in public. <laughs> you just can't take me out. Yeah. Especially to a party scenario God. without some sort of douchebaggery. There's, there's always some sort of debacle. <laughs> exactly. 
I'm sorry, but any party involving bins and children and and, oh, and sacks of gifts. Dodgy. Were there children at the that, party? That's the thing. There were no children at this party. It was for the needy children whom these people don't even really care about. Were these well, the occupied people? Them up? No, no, these were just okay. your, your average corporate Americans who who think they're doing something good, and and maybe we should get that right out of the way right now. I have such an issue with um, you know a yearly giving spirit. They only are posting all these things on Tumblr about you know be remember the homeless. Well, remember them all the time, and remember the poor children all the time. Get them toys in the middle of summer too, if that's right. What you Ridiculous. The, the homeless should be happy because if they live out in, in your parts, dear, at least they're warm. If the homeless were living exactly. in England, they'd be freezing their balls off. Exactly. They should be thankful. They should. Kids, <laughs> well, kids do get toys all year long. Otherwise, the toy companies would be out of business. That's true. And that's why I, I said when I lived in California, especially, I, if I was ever homeless, I would be in San Diego in moments. I would, I would, charge, I would cash in whatever I had left and take the bus to San Diego and retire under a bridge on the beach. Yeah, I could handle that, living under a bridge in San Diego. I think so, too. I'd have no problem with that. And how was your Christmas, Nick? Oh, my Christmas was good. I only made one person cry, and that was pretty good. That's a record. <laughs> and, and since it was family, it's all, it's all all right. Do you know what? My, I went round my mum's tonight. After we we went to Carla's and it was really nice and I I, I accidentally offended her sister. I, I told you this before I come on. I I'd sat there. I'd been drinking Morgan Spiced all day and I'd had a barrage of presents given to me. Unlike the needy kids, you know, they brought me presents. And <laughs> I'm I'm sat there getting all these presents and I turned around to Carla's sister and I said, Nikki, thank you very much for the presents today. And she stood stood there and started welling up. We agreed we weren't going to get presents for each other. I didn't fucking know that present wasn't from her. <laughs> exactly. And then I went round my mum's, and she handed she handed Carla an envelope, which, which had money in it, which was great. I like money. Right. And she opened it, and um, I said, oh, oh is it, who's, who's that for? And she... Um, my mum goes, oh, you're such a fucking prick. It's obviously for the pair of you. And I was like, you're calling me a prick on Christmas Day. Any of You've got 364 more days of the year that you can call me a prick and you decide today, you bitch. <laughs> so, so all in all, dysfunctional fucking family. So apparently the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Uh, your mother apparently sounds just not. like you. My, mo- my mother's me, but with hormones and boobs and really angry. God. I should get. I should Perish. restart Iron Eagle and get her on vocals. My God, it sounds like it. She, she she's 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 vicious. She's got a sharp tongue. So how much did she give you for the pair of you? Fifty pounds, darling. That's it. Oh, that could buy a child in Africa food for a year. That could buy a child in Las Vegas at least four presents. Yes, because of the ridiculous, massive conversion rate. I know. You guys right? are rolling in money in comparison. Oh yeah, yeah, but it 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 it's it doesn't quite work like that because in America, when I came over on holiday, it, it was great because it did convert really well, and I I was I was like one of those rich pricks you see, you think fucking tourist. Right. But I got back home and I had to return to my poor life. 
had well, to start eating baked beans on toast again. No more steaks. No, well, I mean, this is one of the few places where you you can get a a steak and and a lobster meal for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, I know. <laughs> Do you know the best thing about the best thing about Vegas for me was obviously I told you I was being a little bitch and it was too hot for me. Right. We went out. We ate a load. And we went down to Old Vegas one night because I wanted to see the Marlboro Man smoking himself to death. Right. <laughs> and, and we went into this casino and I said to my sister, she's like, oh, let's sit down and eat. And she was like, no, I don't want to eat because she's a right miserable cow at times. And um, <laughs> there's a big argument. We walk out. I went into a shop, brought a little pre-mixed white Russian, one of my favorite drinks, I might add. And two black guys just start beating the fucking shit out of each other. <laughs> dinner and a meal. Uh, well, dinner, what, no dinner, but that, if we'd have had dinner, dinner and a show, exactly. $9. Welcome <laughs> to Las Vegas. I don't even know what it was over. And then I turned around and said to my brother-in-law, I wish I could go in there and show those motherfuckers how to fight. And he's like, just shut up, man. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, po- the, the interesting thing is they probably didn't know what it was about either. Probably not. I have no idea. They just started resting. It looked like a really shit episode of WWE. People on the strip <laughs> usually do that. Yeah, just randomly. And, um, oh, and I've got issues with some people. In Maine, we stayed at Planet Hollywood, and every time I walked out, there was these Mexicans flicking cards for prostitutes yes, and the, shit. The snappers. me cards while I'm with my well, wife. We're, they're called hey, the snappers. Hey, that's the decency till she's not with me. <laughs> that's, they're called snappers. Snappers, yes. I called them a few things worse than snappers. Indeed, they are. Then they snap those cards right in your face, and yes, and you're like, and and you, you're taking it literally. You're like, later, mate, later. But well, the thing is, we we don't get that in England. I mean, we do get assholes in England. The country's full of them. I'm one, but you know, they're there with their their hot, sweaty tea. You've got fat Mexicans, and no offense to Mexicans, I don't want to upset them like fucking Jeremy Clarkson did. You got fat Mexicans with towels strapped under their hats slapping cards about trying to sell you hot girls it's like the the, the first turn off is with you you sweaty bastard <laughs> well and that's very true and and that's not just that's not america that is las vegas i've never been anywhere in this country other than oh, las vegas oh. where there's those people snapping things at you it's quite check scary. this out some some fat guy who looked nothing like elvis he looked he looked like a fat bloated uh, you look like Jabba the Hutt in an Elvis suit. Right, Jabba the Elvis, um, got it. He's like, oh, c- come and get a picture. And I said, oh, fuck it, let's go get a picture of Carla. Then afterwards he's like, oh, that's a dollar, yeah? Oh, I was like, oh, go fuck yourself, a dollar for a picture? <laughs> With the Jabba the Hutt I'm a Elvis tourist, I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, and, and, and in the summers especially, they love to sell uh, bottles of water on the overpasses for like $6, Oh, yeah, get $6, your water, $10. that's how they get yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Because well, they, wow. they know you're from, from Europe and dying of heat stroke. And they know you're going to run out of water in two years. You know what, fuck them. I'd rather die of heat stroke than pay them for their water. Their gypsy water on the bridge. I don't want that. I'd, I'd, I'd actually rather drink some corporation pop from the tap than, than drink their six, six for a dollar water. It's true. You never know where those waters have been. And looking at some of them, it looks like they were stolen from a van and stored under a bridge for six months. Exactly. And we should tell the people that uh, you did tour the, well, I guess the West Coast, at least, and you gained how many pounds? 
Oh, right. Yeah, I became a real fat motherfucker when I come back from America. I mean, I was always chubby. I've lost a bit of weight now. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, Christ, I went out there. I must have put on two stone. Well, because you've been Easy. eating. You, you ate, like, Jack in the Box and In-N-Out Burger and everything. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I loved it. Jack in the Box, In-N-Out. Um, oh, In-N-Out was Cause, awesome. Because, yeah, you, you guys don't have In-N-Out, right? No, we don't have In-N-Out. Right. And how good is that? You've got three choices. Bang, bang, bang. I love that. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the best thing in the world. You know, they could do it. I went to a sandwich bar the other day and I said to Carla, fuck this, I'm leaving. She said, why is that? I said, well, there's about a hundred fucking sandwiches to pick from. I want someone to make a choice for me. And she's like, would you just have the prawns? You like the prawns? No, I can't just have the prawns because there's 99 other options. And I might feel once I get the prawns that I'm going to be disappointed. Oh, my God. The three choices... You know, I, I, I want to just live like next to you or something. It's just no, life no, would be amazing. The lawn would die. <laughs> Most likely, yes. I think it'd be quite fertile. All, all you would hear is all you would hear is me getting in trouble constantly from the wife for coming back drunk. True. Me, I have a, I have this thing for pissing outside because, and there's a reason for that. It's not because I'm a dirty pervert. It's because I've got a small one-bed house. If I go upstairs now and take a leak in the bathroom, the cats are going to run out. They're going to be meowing everywhere. I've got to get the little fuckers back in. But if I walk out the front door, whip him out, have a little slash, it's all done with. No one need know. Apart from the odd dog walker who thinks I might expose myself to him. Oh, well. <laughs> and he enjoys that as well. It's all right. Yeah, it's, sorry, I'm really ranting tonight. I do apologize. Oh, no, that's perfectly are... You've given me a platform. And I'm going to stand on it, goddammit. Well, we absolutely love it. And and I I don't want to stay on this subject or anything, but I find this uniquely that, you know, you are new to the In-N-Out experience, so I have to tell you, because they say, you know, you said you, they have a simple menu. Did you know they have a secret menu, too? No, fuck. Why didn't you tell me? I, you knew I, was going out I didn't there. realize that you would fall in love with In-N-Out like you did. But yeah, because there's the simple options, but then there's like, there's animal style, which they put like um, fried onions on, on the burger and stuff too. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you see, that would have given me more options than I would have been pissed off True, true. So, I like the simplicity. Yeah. I think that's why they keep it simple and the, the hidden menu stays hidden. Yeah, you know, I don't want to offend any Americans now, but one last observation about my time out there. Are all of you one smile away from a massacre? Because you're too happy, especially in service. Oh well, you're that... in England. The waitresses chuck the fucking dinner down at you. My friend, my friend Slim, he went to a cafe back last year. He ordered a breakfast, and this bitch walks out and just literally drops the plate from like six inches onto the table. Now in America, Although you they... know, I was even rude to somebody in, you know, Hard Rock Cafe in Vegas, D, the the one not far down from the Harley Cafe. Yes. Yes. I went in there, I was on a miserable pisser, I couldn't get by the side of the pool because it was full of fucking douchebag English people. Of I said to the missus, let's, let's go get some milk. I walked in there, they wanted me to take a picture holding a guitar, I was like, fuck off, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing. And my, Carla's just fucking digging me in the rib, she's like, just calm the fuck down you asshole, just because you've been drinking, don't take out on them. And I walked in and I sat down, I said to this girl, this steak had better be good because I, I'm in the meat trade, and if it's fucking bad, I'm gonna let you know. After that, Carla's like, "You're a prick." 
So anyway, I called the manager. I was like, look, I've just been really rude to this girl and I feel like a right twat. So so I, the, the girl comes over. I apologize. She knocks off 20% off my bill and gives me a free bowl of chips. I was fucking rude. She should have spat in my food, exactly. not given me shit. Yes, exactly. And that's why in America they're forced to be rude. They threaten them with their lives with these jobs. If they're, They have to be happy. Very happy. Yeah, or they lose them. Because yeah, we're even worse to them, and we mean it. You know, you you do it, and it's just cute. It's it's the funny. And guy you apologize with, with the accent, and you apologize. But no, to us, we we are seriously yelling at them about the steak. And well, I'm not, but. And my other complaint in Harbrook Cafe was, that, and this is the other thing. This is how ridiculous it was. They've got these little computers on the side where you can vote for the next track coming up. Yes. And um. I, I turned around to my address and said, when the fuck is Hard Rock Cafe going to sort this shit out? There's never any motorhead in these fucking places. Oh, and she's I like, oh, well, I, I'm really sorry, sir. I, I'll see what I can do. I was like, oh, you're going to reprogram the computer. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. <laughs> and that's really sad because they host motorhead concerts and yet they don't I know. put their music in I know. there. That is that's you know, it's no secret. I love motorhead and... Yeah, no, but anyway, I wasn't a complete prick in America. It was just that one day. It was the Expendables premiere the night before. I'd got really drunk in the hotel room. Carla went to go see Donnie and Marie. They'd cancelled oh because God. there wasn't enough tickets yet. I know I married it as well. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus, Donnie and I Marie. Know. I know, it, oh, it, no. it's a fucking good job I didn't try and call in one of those those slap people card, those prosy <laughs> cards, because to be honest, Carla was back within 20 minutes in tears. Donnie cancelled. I was thinking, well, fuck me, at least we get the money back for that shit. We'll go see Penn and Teller again. Exactly. But, uh, Thank you. Exactly. Oh, my God. Now, everyone who goes, because I think they were, what, it's a flamingo or something. Yeah, and, that's that's right. And, and they cancelled they canceled the show. Because there wasn't enough tickets sold. Now, albeit I'm an underground musician, if I was playing a show, I wouldn't give a fuck if one asshole showed up to watch me. I'd at least play a show for them. I don't know what they've gone through to get there. Exactly. Well, it's, everybody at the Flamingo, they, they're like a train wreck. Because when I lived in Vegas, it was um, Tony Braxton. And she just kept canceling because, you know, she kept overdosing. No and one whatever, went. And, and no one went. <laughs> and, and then Donnie and Marie. And, you know, Marie's always having some issue. So... Some nervous breakdown, exactly. some kid dying of an OD. No offense, anyone who's had a kid die of that. I know it's bad, but you know, if you're an Osmond, it's pretty inevitable, isn't it? It happens every now and then, absolutely. Well, but even exactly. still, last thing I'll say on the Osmonds, and I keep, I keep coming in here. One more. I was thing. watching <laughs> Piers Morgan last night doing his life stories interviews. Donny Osmond was on there. He refused to do the interview in front of an audience. What does that say to you? Wow. I'm an asshole. Absolutely. Maybe. Well, and it was Piers Morgan, as well. I love I love Piers Morgan. Oh, He's you? such an out and twat. You've got to respect that. People here. What did he like? Take over for Larry King or something? I haven't had a television in years, but I heard something yeah. about that. And and people just don't seem to like him. Although maybe that means I would like him. I just haven't seen him. I like him. Do you know what 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 summed Piers Morgan up for me is when I was watching The American Apprentice, which is. Just so over the top from the English version. Right. And there was this girl on there called Amorosa. You must know she Oh, is. of course. I loved her back in the day. Yeah, Yeah. well, Piers Morgan fucking destroyed her. 
He was like, you are fucking trailer trash. Speak shit about my face. You don't know who the fuck I am. I'm Piers Morgan. I will fucking ruin your career. Oh, my. And then Piers Morgan went on to win it. And even in the final show with Donald Trump, he was like, an Amarosa? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> wow. So it is Christmas. Or so they say. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. And Boxing Day and all that. And... We we did dig up a few Christmas-related things to discuss, and I thought we might get one in before the break, because, you know, we've just been ranting, which is good, about burgers and Piers Morgan, but there's an ad in front of the New Zealand church, which is causing quite controversy, as it shows a shocked Virgin Mary holding a positive pregnancy test. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> It was put up really? by, by a vicar who, who took the, uh, uh, oh, it was on the St. Matthews in the City Facebook page, and he said he received more than 200 emails about the ad. I, I thought that was funny, too. It's like, oh, over 200. What? Only 200? Yeah, well, Hello. The, the Immaculate Conception is just a lie that went too far. You know, let's face it. Someone banged, you know, Mary went out. She got drunk. Joseph banged his beans up her. She got pregnant. Bad times. It's an immaculate conception. It's the child of God. Exactly. No science to back it up. And and they were buying it back then. And, I mean, they buy it even today because we had that story the other day about the woman who said she was uh, inseminated by the 3D pornography and her husband believed it. That was brilliant. I was listening to that one. It's still happening today. So if it happens today, of course it must have happened back then. She's like, Joe, I I swear. I think she was inseminated. By aliens. I think what happened was the little tramp went out, banged <laughs> the biggest guy she could find with the biggest cock she could find, and basically, basically, she knows she's knocked up now. She goes to the 3D cinema with her friends. Right, we've got to set up a backstory here, girls. Right. Yeah, that's what we do. She Absolutely. goes home. Sorry, love. I'm pregnant. How that happened? 3D porn. 3D porn, nothing to do with the big, the big man I was dancing with on the dance floor. Absolutely. Nothing. Not at all. And he's like, "Oh, damn. Well, you know, technology these days, darling." <laughs> oh, damn it! They can get you for your TV these days. Exactly. But apparently, some of these emails say you make Mary look like a whore. <laughs> no one who is a virgin needs a pregnancy test. Well, how do they know that? <laughs> if you're a virgin and you get Pregnant, you'll need a test. Exactly. You are destroying the fabric of society that gives rise to bigots and fanatics and then think it's okay to no longer follow rules. Apparently it's a rule that you can't... uh, Isn't it okay to not follow rules? Um, I believe so, yes. I thought they were made to be broken. That is what the Fabulous D show is all about. The only thing that got broken with Mary was a hymen. Turns out she was a little slapper. (laughs) This is golden, absolutely golden. <laughs> let's see. In in a uh, no, let's go. Uh, Mary was unmarried, young, and poor. This pregnancy would shape her future. She was certainly not the first woman in this situation, or the last," said uh, one of the priests associated with this. When many, and this is my favorite. This is the favorite. When many parts of Christmas are make believe, it's important to remember the real story here. 
the priest said. It's real. Christmas is real. It's about real pregnancy, a virgin birth, a real mother, a real child. It's about real anxiety, courage, and hope. Well, I hope that she's going to get on the council housing list and get a free house. I don't think so. But, yeah, so Aww. that's not, you know, while Santa is, is complete fiction, don't forget, Mary was real. Yes, Mary was Bridget. real. Yes, and apparently the ad has no caption, so they were hoping people could make up their own, and there were a hundred comments which suggest captions, including, um, Oh dear Lord, what have you done? And if I say I'm a virgin, mum and dad won't kill me. See, I would have gone with, oh, dear Lord, I should have took it up the bum. It would have been easier. <laughs> I was anally raped by Jesus Christ. <laughs> she wouldn't have got pregnant that way. No, no, she wouldn't. Was she if really the, the only virgin, though, that ever oh, gave oh, birth? I'm, I'm sure there were tons of them. That's what I'm saying. There's a load so of them all in the estate near me. They, they, all, they all had immaculate conceptions because none of them know who the dads are. Must have been God. <laughs> I guess. Indeed. The ad follows one the church did in 2009, where a painting depicted Mary and Joseph in bed together with the tagline, Poor Joseph, God was a hard act to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, he's a lot bigger, so he's a lot more pinched in the trouser department. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Jesus. But speaking Uh of Santa and unrealistic things, I have a problem with Santa. I don't know about you two, but... A jolly fat man who invites kids to sit on his knee with a full sack. Exactly. Yeah, that's a problem. Exactly. Asking them what they want and how they like it. I've got to share my name with that prick as well. I know, because when I was was saying it earlier, I'm like, you know, how was your Christmas, Nick? I'm like, oh, shit. It's, it's, you could be a saint. You know what, Santa ruined my life because the amount of people who go, (laughs) Saint Nick, you think I haven't heard that one before? Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) I know. It's like when I worked in a chip shop when I was a kid and you'd hear the old men say to the woman when they go, plain or battered sausage, you can batter my sausage, love. Like they never heard that before. Like you're the first fucking person to ever make that joke. You have. (laughs) Everyone thinks they're unique. Everyone. That's uh, funny. But this holiday, as apparently in other uh, years, people, children, I suppose, could watch Santa arrive thanks to NORAD. Now, NORAD is headquartered in Colorado Springs. It's the binational U.S.-Canadian military organization responsible for the aerospace defense of United States and Canada, and they've allotted a special division and money towards setting up a website in which tells children where Santa is. At least it gives them a heads up to hide from him. Exactly. I mean, am I the only one left who thinks this is a terrible misuse of resources? I I think maybe we should invest money on watching North Korea, not finding out where the fat man with his sack is. Exactly. I was on the NORAD site last night. Yes, I, I saw You've it. You've got on, kids, I'll forgive you for that. Well, no, I had a giggle because I, I just wanted to see. You know, I've never actually gone there. I've heard about it since pretty much its conception and never really great, gave a crap. But I saw it on Google. Track Santa on Google right, Earth. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see it. Mm-hmm. So I clicked it and uh, it's basically fighter jets. 
flying around the fucking sky so that they have something to track. It's so just, what? Yes, yeah, definitely. To show you that there's what are ways of resources? Well, you know, and I'm very black and white, but this is really how I see it. You, you've, and and the, also the headlines of Michelle Obama calling Santa through the NORAD site to check on him or some bullshit like that. This is... Oh, what is with the Obamas? It's like a fucking pantomime. I saw on TV the other day, reading shows to kids. You know what? Come and do that in England. We'll fucking hold a... We'll do something to oust you out of power if you do that. Exactly. And it's just <laughs> all we'll this... riot in London. It's all this stuff that is just... You know, it's fake. And, and it's like, wait, so if NORAD can lie to you about Santa on Christmas, why can't they lie to you every other day? And if Michelle Obama can pretend to call Santa, why can't she pretend to do everything else that she's doing? It's all just... If Michelle Obama pretend. can pretend to love her... Can pretend to love her husband, why can't she lie about Santa? Exactly. And is Michelle Obama even her, her his husband? Or is she a paid actress? You know, can, I, can I just jump in with something? <laughs> you, you certainly may. <laughs> when we were in America, sorry to go back to this, we were walking down um, the Hollywood Strip with all the stars on the floor. Right. And this is a shithole. If, you have a, if there's anyone listening out there who wants to go, it's a shithole. I mean, you're going to get yes, raped or murdered there. Exactly, yeah. People go there thinking they're going to see all these stars and they get raped because they're looking at the sidewalk. Anyway, I got called over by NBC <laughs> News or something with my brother-in-law to... Oh. It was it was Obama's birthday, right? And Ooh. and they were like, "Oh, would you like to appear on TV, sign these release forms?" I was like, "No, fuck, I don't want to do that." And my brother was like, "Go on, Nichols, do it, do it." So I signed it, and then they were like asking us questions about Obama, and I know two things about Obama: one, he's the president, and two, he's black, which makes him, you know, he's a, he's the first, you know, fair play to him. And they were like, uh, "Where was he born?" I was like. America? No, 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 no. Do you know anything about him? I was like, isn't he of Middle Eastern descent? They ended the fucking interview oh. there and then. <laughs> I know how to yeah. end the fucking interview. Yeah, they're like, not this guy. No, no, no. Ah, fuck him. He's an asshole. <laughs> and my brother was like, dude, I can't believe you said that. I was like, I didn't want to be on TV. Sat there to a big American. I was like, look at that fat English fuck thinking he knows some shit about Obama. <laughs> You know what? You could have said happy birthday to Amaris. <laughs> Unfortunately, the she's birthday. there. Yes. Yes, oh, they do. Same birthday. Wow. I My believe diva. Amaris could go on to do great things. Obama so far, he hasn't. Amaris, has her birthday is on Obama's birthday, and Anthony's is on Jay-Z's. Wow. Well, Jay-Z. I mean, Obama has gone on to do great things. He um, became rich and powerful, and that's, um, you know, personal success right there. Maybe my diva will go on to be the president, and Tony will go on to be the next big rapper. And I can be the first drag queen. (laughs) Oh, I read something about that yesterday that I need to send you a link to. Yes, absolutely. And, And I read something I wanted to tell you. Of you remember last week I was saying the war is over and all that propaganda about the war being over. Someone is now posting, it's gone viral, there's this long story, really sentimental, heartfelt, glowing story about Michelle and Barack by the fireplace, and, and, and uh, he says, the war is over, and she says, yes, yes, the war is over. It's that's exactly why they did that for that viral marketing of this warm fuzzy picture that the war is over, 
No one said which war or where or if it really is or not or if anyone's home. It's just over. That's all they wanted to hear. It's over. The fighting's not, but the war is. Yeah, of course. Well, we'll never be done sacking each other. No, they just ended it so they could start a new one. Yes. Well, and to, to drive it back around to good old Saint Nick. Saint Nick. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, I don't understand Santa at all, because why would you schlep off the most expensive gift-giving holiday on some guy who sneaks into your house and leaves presents? Yeah, but did you know, right, when I, when I was at school, we had to do a project on a company, and I, I picked Coca-Cola. Mm, now, yes. Coca-Cola are actually responsible for the Santa we know today, the big jolly fat man in the red suit. Did you know that? I knew yes, that they I had knew quite, that. quite the hand in it, absolutely. See, so actually, did it, that's a viral campaign. Coca-Cola, they own it. Exactly. They've, they've made Christmas, practically. They do own it. That's why it's on their, their bottles every Christmas. Exactly. I just think, you know, if... Uh, Parents are usually spending hundreds of dollars on their children and giving all this credit to this imaginary guy. Most kids need to know that their parents love them more than a jolly old bastard who comes down the chimney once a year. I teach my kids more the spirit of St. Nick and of giving. You know, it's the holidays. I don't have kids, so um, I just... Lucky you. Act selfishly. Like you You want to trade places? Not really, because I'm going to tell you how it's going down right now. I've just, I've just finished a litre bottle of Morgan Spice that I started yesterday. Now, if I had a kid, I couldn't do that. I'd have to be all responsible and tuck him in and read him a bedtime fucking story. When, to be honest with you, I'd rather sit down, get drunk, and take the edge off of life. I don't need to be dealing with their little issues. See, that's what I think. I'm getting bullied in the playground, Daddy. Do that's what, what you. Did. Toughen up, learn to fight. That's what you think, but the difference would be that that bottle would have been finished yesterday if you had kids. Oh, Hitler just rolled into the room. Hello, Hitler. Hello, Hitler. Hello, Hitler. Oh, darling, have you been playing mummy up? Merry Christmas, Hitler. (laughs) Yes, well, and I think that, you know, these parents... They get, I mean, they're, they're given the bad rap anyway. They think they're, un, the, the children think the parents are ungiving monsters most of the time. So why not take that opportunity to make them realize, yes, mommy and daddy did buy you this really expensive piece of crap that you wanted. Just don't mm. understand. True. Exactly. Do, do your children, uh, Vanilla Child, do, do they, um, well, does the young one still do the Santa thing? Well, no, like I said, I've never really taught them... Santa. So she does know that the, that the presents are from you. Yes, they always know that the presents are from me. So you know, like I said, it's, I told them it's more like a spirit that comes over us at this time of year and possesses us. And, you know, they call it St. Nick. That's where the image oh, Santa comes God, from. possessed. Jesus. Yes, we get into the whole paranormal thing. Yes, I'm possessed by the spirit of Santa Claus. Saint, yes. Saint the Nick. giving yes, spirit. Sorry. <laughs> well, and and you did you ever lie to them about the Santa delusion at all? Has it always been you? Um, I I don't think that I have. Other people have, and I just kind of like didn't say anything when they were really small. But as they got older, no, I didn't really lie to them about it. Can I ask it, a question, guys? It's pointless. 
Is it okay if I tell my nieces and nephews that Santa's not real? Because it's really pissing me off that they think that they think back to Dee's point that Santa gave him the present. I busted my hump overtime with to buy him. Is, is this okay? I How old are they? Um. Well, well, one of them's fat and six months old, so it ain't much point. One of them's four. One of them's eight. One of them's six. I'm not getting this in the right order. Sorry. And one of them's one and a half, so she don't give a shit. She ain't going to listen. Well, my question would be, I mean, you're the one giving them a gift. Why do you feel compelled to say that it was Santa? I don't, well, the... but the thing is, my mum... The thing is, I don't really get on with my family, so actually what I do is I give the presents to my mum to dish out. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, and she, she perpetuates not... the Santa myth for you. Well, you see, the thing is, my, I love my, my nieces and that, but I, their dad was my boss for the last five years. And as, as Jane, uh, VC knows, I, um, I, I just left my... I'm in a new job now, doing the same thing, but a different place. And the thing is, I threatened to kill their dad and challenged him to a fist fight. So I don't think I can go around there and give him the presents anymore. <laughs> true, true. I've kind of, I've kind of destroyed him. <laughs> so if I give him to mummy, it's much easier. And lurk a lot in wildbunchchat.com. Kids know the price of everything and the value of nothing. Oh, I like it. Get out the wick, uh, the the stick. That's true. You should stand for office because you made more sense than Obama has in all his run. There you go. Absolutely. Really, and, really though, Nick, I don't think that you should tell them. I think that no, I, most, the majority of them sound pretty young, and it's really their parents' responsibility. To be honest with you, it, it's because I'm, I'm drunk, it seems like. I'll wake up in the morning and think that would have been a terrible idea. Well, see, yeah. my view on it would be that I would, I would be somehow, some way involved there to say, no, these specific presents are for me. I would never allow my presents to be labeled as Santa. These have to be me. And if they were, they wouldn't get any gifts. So, well, see, when uh, I was little, that's what they used to do. They used to label some presents yeah. as being from Santa and the rest as being from, you know. Indeed. Them. And they did the same with me. Yes. It's true. So. Absolutely. Well, we'll talk. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. I, I'll admit. I think when Tone was little, we used to do that, too. I, I, th- I, would, I just want to out Santa as it is because I just think it would be more magical and special to be connected to your parents knowing your parents are so loving that they gave you all this crap. And, and they spent the time, instead of growing up, because that's some sort of psychological, has to be some sort of thing there, where you get to a certain age, and even though you know Santa's not real anymore, you still have these childhood memories of thinking, you know, my parents never got me anything, Santa did. It's just but, but is the Santa thing kind of like a god complex, though? Because, you know, kid, when I was a kid, I wanted to believe in Santa, and then when I got older, I wanted to believe in God. And absolutely. I kind of feel as though it's constant lies. Oh, they're, they are all this. absolutely directly connected. And, and I had hoped to go into that. And we will, after these messages, on the Fabulous D Show. We're going to take a break and come right back. <laughs> it's the artist D, Vanilla Child, and Nick Tyrant with you Ooh, on yeah. this fabulous Christmas day, or Eve, or Boxing Day, wherever you may be. We'll be back right after this. From deep down in the groove, reverberating into the depths of your inner being, you're listening to the rhythm of motion and the beat of the soul. 
right here on wildbunchradio.com. Want more commentary and Easter eggs throughout the week? Fuck the Easter Bunny. Sign up for the Diva Newsletter at theartistd.com. Some say superstar, others say oh 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 my. Go to www.wildbunchradio.com to donate now. Trans Living International, supporting the TG community since 1980. My name is Sophie Novak, and my website is www.trinesliving.co.uk. Trans Living International exists to provide support and information on all aspects of cross-dressing and transgendered lifestyle. On the homepage of our website, you can sign up to our forum, and you do need to be very specific in the area that says, tell us your TG interest. You can say, I heard Stacey on the radio, and that will get you in. Also, you can email me at stacey at transliving.co.uk. All the information is on the website. Transliving Magazine is the world's largest transgendered lifestyle magazine. And of course, if you would like to buy the magazine in America, it's www.maginc, so that's dot com, or you can call Mark toll free on 800-359-2116, and that gets you a copy of the magazine. Trans Living is published three times a year, every 1st of April, August, and December. Find out more about Trans Living International and Trans Living Magazine at www.transliving.co.uk. This is Mac Danger from Swilling Radio and also from Dead Cowboy Rebellion and Twin Rivers. You are currently listening to The Fabulous D Show with your hosts, The Artist D and BC. Agency. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five naked men, four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant press, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six paparazzi, five naked men, four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant press, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, ouch, seven doctors injecting six paparazzi, five, but a ugly man, four Italian 
former husbands to giant rest. And a fledgling bottling agency. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eight texts of waxing, seven docks injecting, six paparazzi, five naked men. Four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling bottling agency. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Nine models prancing, eight texts of waxing, seven ducks injecting, six paparazzi. Four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten gays of prepe. Nine models prancing, eight texts of waxing, seven ducks injecting, six paparazzi. Five naked men. Four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven charges pending. Ten days of prepping. Nine, uh, Sammy Nate, what's that line? Shut up, Mom. You're always, it's a shut up, sir. Four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and a fledgling modeling agency. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Twelve boyfriends begging, eleven charges pending, ten gays are primping, nine models prancing, eight texts are waxing, four Italian suits, three former husbands, two giant breasts, and no fledgling modeling agency. Join Frankie D over the rainbow at the end of the rainbow show. He's playing war-era swing, standards, and pop classics. Frankie D is a doo-wop kinda guy, and we love him to death. <laughs> it's the end of the rainbow show every weekday night on RMX. Visit rainbowmixradio.com to tune in and boogie to your heart's content. Great. That's just what this country needs. A cock in a frock on a rock. Did you know listen to the Fabulous D Show? You did? Well, tell everyone else. It's fabulous. And the artist D is too. Well done, artist D. You're amazing. Five, four, three, two. Welcome back to the Ronnie Rose Show. Sit, sit. We got a very special guest today. Well, 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 welcome back to the Ronnie Rose Show. We've got a very special guest with us today. She's a big part of the Summer Drone of Life. your name? Oh my God. I'm not telling you. It's Our the Mr. Obvious Show. <laughs> I just love interviewing people. I love talking to people a lot like you do. Am I boring you? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Ronnie. It's good being with you. Visit DroneyRow.com for more. As you know, it's, it's very fashionable now. Hold alternative with the poor lifter. Gå til vilbønnsradio.com og donere. Dear sexy knickers, <laughs> I don't half fancy you. Meet me outside at 5.30 and we'll get it together. Our artist D is fabulous. Now back to the fabulous D show on Wild Bunch Radio. Ooh. And we're back on Wild Bunch Radio, simulcast on Rainbow Mix Radio. It's the Fabulous D Show. I am the artist D. And over there, in their corners, boxing it out, is Vanilla Child and Nick Tyrant. What's up? <laughs> you do that so well. 
<laughs> he does. He does. And oh, it's Christmas God. Day here at the Fabulous D Show. And we're just digesting. Ho, ho, fucking ho. While everyone deals with their crud and their plastic and eating too much. And I don't know. Did, did you eat ham today, Vanilla Child? Is that what you Is that eat? a trick question? <laughs> I've got some ham you can eat, darling. I bet you do. I bet you do, too. <laughs> it's okay if you like small portions. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not big on meat, so. Oh, my. No. Yes, I did eat ham. Because some people seem to prefer to make the ham. I guess that is the traditional thing to do on Christmas is ham, but I prefer turkey myself. Oh, I did eat you that too. How much ham? Sorry, BC, I cut in there. That's perfectly <laughs> all right. Did, did you eat, uh, Nick, did you have ham, turkey? What'd you do? I had everything because uh, everything. I, I am actually a butcher. That's my actual trade. I'm a knife-wielding butcher, and uh, if it's meat, we have it. And at Christmas, I do you know what? Father-in-law even let me carve the turkey today. Wow. I don't know if it's because I beat him in a play fight on Christmas Eve. And he, felt, <laughs> and he felt as though, you know, he stepped up to the plate, this boy. <laughs> <laughs> You've finally come around, yes. I, I threw him over the sofa. This is no word of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I have no doubt. And I just recently found out that you are a butcher, which is awesome. I, I wish you were closer even now that I know that, because I love meat. Oh, dear, I've got meat for you. Oh, he I sounds so, so gangster and like Nick the Butcher. The Butcher with it's his big knife. The Butcher It's Nick the Butcher. Yes, you could move to New York City to a small butcher shop and be all bloody and come out back and be like, yeah, I'm Nick the Butcher. Yeah. What, what up? What's Smoking it to you? and scratching my ass around exactly. the back. Yeah, I know the routine. <laughs> I'm, I'm Nick the Butcher. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, bitches, I'm Nick the Butcher. You want to fuck with me? Oh, shit. You're all busted out of I'm a gangster you up, ass gangster. Indeed. So Who are you now? We're discussing. Gonna... I don't know what we're discussing anymore. I've lost. I've lost track. It's it's Santa. We were discussing. Santa. Oh, oh! I remember something about Santa. I just thought right, and someone told me the other day that Santa has got a Facebook page now. Now, of course, he does. If I, I had a Facebook page, which primarily had only children. Listed as my friends, there would be a fucking police investigation. So I'm just saying, heads up, yo. Indeed. Watch out, that sleazy bastard. That's a very <laughs> good PSA right there. Absolutely. Uh, well, Jesus has about a million Facebook pages. And Twitters. Jesus oh. is all-seeing and all-knowing. Indeed. Well, Santa terrified me as a child. Me too. And, so and the facial hair. Yeah, it was everything. It was because I was told quite point blank that there was a large, fat man with a beard, and this made him sound very masculine, and I was afraid of men, so that was worse, in, in a big fuzzy suit, and you don't really, you know, all that hair, you just don't know who he is, and he's going to come down the chimney, in which we didn't even have. And I love the way you say come down the come chimney. Come down the chimney, Every yes. time you say come down the chimney, I think about knocking one out and shooting it down the pipe. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly 
unfortunately how I pronounce come. He's yes. going to come down the chimney and exactly. put out the pilot light. We exactly. won't have heat for a week. Yes. And, and we'll all get gassed because there's nothing to stop it. <laughs> and before before he left the presence, he was going, I was, they swore this, that he was going to sneak into my room and check on me to make sure I was sleeping. And this absolutely terrified me. Hey, I've just got to say, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna. Everyone's gonna be like, "You're a dick" after this. But how did Luke Skywalker know what he got for Christmas? How? Because he felt his presence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's, that joke's wrong, but hey, that's awesome. That is fantastic. I approve of that joke. You, there, there is one other Star Wars thing I was thinking about the other day, and I've just got to bring this up. Go right ahead. Right, well, you know, I was thinking, uh, I heard that old, did anyone ever know that song, Sex on the Beach? Mm. You hear that? I don't think so. Nah, it must have just been a really right. shit song in England. I think so. What so. I, was, I, was, I was watching Jedi, mm. and I was thinking, the pit, you know the pit of Sarlacc? Yeah. Where they swallow, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking... That if you had sex on the beach, that depending on the girl and the construction downstairs, if it got all sandy, you, you could get yourself a mini pit of sarlacc. I just wanted to throw that out there. And we appreciate it, and, and I'm sure someone out there thanks you for your suggestion. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was bugging me. I had to share it. With, with... We understand these things have to be let out of the bag. Yeah. Like Santa's, Santa's gift. Bag. Yeah, Santa's just bag. Just imagine that. Just imagine that all covered in sand with, with bit popping out and snapping. And I'm just thinking, yeah, mini pit of Sarlacc. Absolutely. So now we were all, I'm sure, all here. And, and knowing your, your family that you've just told us about, clearly you were lied about Santa as well, Nick. Oh, do you know what? I, I think parents set up these systems. They buy into them. It, it's all systems of control. You know, you better behave or you ain't getting any presents. Indeed. Well, motherfucker, I don't want to behave. But you had to, or you weren't going to get the presents. If you don't behave, Santa's not bringing the presents. If you don't behave, you're going to hell. It's kind of shit, it's, really, it's, especially it's... when you were a child with OCD and behavioral problems like me. You knew you weren't getting presents, and you knew you were going to hell. Oh, yeah. I, gave, I dropped out a long time ago. <laughs> Santa yeah. is directly connected to, to Jesus and God and everything. It's incredible how it's right. the same thing. Children believe in this, parents believe in this, and they're all fake. What is Santa in the grand scheme of things? Who is he to God and Jesus? Is he like some cousin who got the shit job? Well, you I imagine he must be someone if they've given him the title Saint Nick and all that. He's a saint. Yeah. So he must be He's something saint. to God. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Never I looked into always... it. And what I don't get is how parents parents there like they, they can they can lie to their kids about the existence of santa but they can go to church every week and they they can't see the irony no they have no idea what's you know maybe i'm wrong May, maybe maybe i'll go out drinking one night and find find out that I, I i overdid it and i'm dead and i'll be stood at the pearly gates and they'll be like fuck you you assholes you're going downstairs and i'll be like hey it's warmer than up here Yes, but, well, um, and I always thought if that happened to me, my reaction to God would be, you've, you've got to understand why I couldn't believe you. You did nothing all these years. 
We'd have a conversation, you know and he'd send me to hell, and that would be that. And, and I'm sure that I'd get along fine down there. Is it too much to ask of the all-seeing, all-knowing, give me a sign? Exactly. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean like, you know, a pepper pot fall, falling off the shelf no. when I say that. I mean, like dogma, I want someone to show up with a pair of wings and go, look, bitch, you need to fucking wind it in, or you're going downstairs. Exactly. At which point I'm like, I will praise his ass. Absolutely. Until then, mm-hmm. until then, I'm going to say fuck you because, you know, it, it's almost God's almost a bully, is he not? Absolutely. And Ooh, until Ben Affleck his... shows up with a pair of wings, I'm I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a dick, I'd get laid. Yeah, that's a great line. Exactly. And and I guess on the same note, you did say. You British folk are are quite different over there than us. And I did pull this one article from a 13-year-old British girl by asking Santa for a bunch of presents, including Justin Bieber, and then threatening to kill Santa if he refuses to deliver. (laughs) I've just got to say, people, I've just got to say, that is a great story, but hello, Zoe, I've just seen you pop in to chat. Hello, Mama Bear is in chat. Oh, Miss Zoe Balls, yes. And so is Is and Me. Is Me, and everyone's in is Wild Bunch chat. Come on in. Yes, of course. You, you, had to, you have to take time always to say hello to Zoe. I've completely lost the train of thought now. Dee, remind right. me what we were talking about before I interrupted. Give me Justin Bieber girl. or I'll kill you. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Bieber's a bastard. He re-recorded All I Want for Christmas with Mariah Carey. I know. Now his balls have dropped. Exactly. That's no bad thing. Maybe they'll stop fucking giving him recording contracts. We could only hope. But yeah, and, and but she only agreed to do that with him if he sung it in his little girly voice. And, and he was his balls were dropping Bieber during. Did yes. was CSI because they murdered him in that. <laughs> that's, that's the closest she's going to get to that, you know? That was pretty awesome. And this that was is... pretty awesome. Fuck him. Fuck you, Bieber. You're going down. You're <laughs> Cana- nothing against Canadians, because I've got some good Canadian friends, but you're a Canadian little asshole. He come on to the English X Factor like last year, and he was he said to Cheryl Cole, like this this celebrity over who the Americans didn't want on American X Factor because right. they can understand her accent. <laughs> hey, what's up, baby? It's like you're twelve. Ooh. You haven't got oh, any pubes my. yet. She is not going to sit on your face. Go home, you child. <laughs> it's true. So the 13-year-old little British girl who wants Justin Bieber said she was mostly joking. And mostly. She mostly. She, was, she doesn't really believe in Santa anymore, but she was angry uh, because she really, really does want Bieber, which is quite sad. Very sad. <laughs> Actually, fuck it. I want Bieber. Send him around my house. Doesn't every exactly. little thirteen-year-old girl want Justin Bieber, though? I'm not a thirteen-year-old well, girl. If Bieber wants to go around impregnate the nation, he should try and come his shit on me. I can't, I can't imagine there's only one that threatened to kill Santa over him. Oh, I'm sure plenty. Can you imagine how many death threats Santa gets in this in this day and age where children are so very violent with the threats? I know. <laughs> he probably gets a lot of angry letters. And then afterwards, you know more angry letters saying, you bastard, or I'm sorry, you bastard, you didn't give me what I wanted. That, that, there, is a, there is a great song, and I can't say the proper lyrics to it, because this, this would get you kicked off air, but it's by a comedian called Kevin Bloody Wilson, and, and you'll know the translation here. The song is called 
Santa Claus, you burk. And it basically goes, <laughs> Santa Claus, you burk. Where's my fucking bike? I've been through all this other shit and there's nothing that I like and it just carries on. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is fantastic. I pulled this next article just for you, Nick. Oh, right. Headline, headline is, why are there so many drunk Brits on Facebook? <laughs> you know why? You want to know why that is? I'm not actually on Facebook. Exactly. You want to know why Which I is think. the irony here is that there are so many, it's, but yet you're not. It's just because the there's so many the best drunk thing Brits. thing about being drunk is that you can send emails and text messages that you wouldn't send sober. And as I spend most of my life, you know, in a condition that's probably not fit to drive, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a good avenue to get at people. You know, you can say so much shit when you're drunk. I mean, and the best thing is the black holes. You know, I go out. I went out drinking for my birthday, and I was chatting to my brother-in-law today. I was like, "Dude, what the fuck happened on my birthday?" He's like, "Mate, get over it. You are fine." And that's the best kind of thing. And so, obviously, when you've been drinking, <laughs> bear in mind that was in November, and I'm still struggling today. Um, the best thing about being drunk is you can go on Facebook because you know what? The next day, it doesn't count. I think that should be a law. If you did it when you were drunk, it doesn't count. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but apparently 76% of photos on Facebook from the British are drunk. Did you get that photo I sent you the other day, Dee? I did. I put it out in the email. It was wonderful. You, you see, that, no word of a lie. I was at a wedding. I do occasionally get invited to um, social occasions, even... <laughs> Yes. So Not do so do I, but we know what happens. <laughs> and no word of a lie, that got sent through to me, oh. and it said something like, "Ha ha ha, this sums up your life." <laughs> First off, I'd like to say I'm not always swigging Merlot from a bottle. I mean, it's quite regular. But secondly, fuck you. I, I feel I need to share that. Yeah, I found that, that photo quite charming and very artistic. And if that sums up your life, there's nothing wrong with that. You can see the you know, tattoo, the glasses, you're a badass, you've got the Merlot. It's, it's incredible. And the thing is, I've got, you know, if, if they took it now, I've got a full, you know, I've got the man candy beard now, haven't I, VC? I would have looked even better. Would you say the man candy beard? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I have, I've, I'm the self-proclaimed man candy. Man candy. Yes, he is. I, I want to write, you need to, that's your biography, man candy. I, I think I need a ghostwriter. Are you in, D? I'm in, absolutely. Because I, I read your book, everyone, you should read that, In Bed With Myself, by the artist D. Shellhammer. Available on theartistd.com, absolutely. Fantastic book, available from lulu.com. Absolutely. Very this good. wasn't even arranged, by the way, people. No, I just it did wasn't. That. We're just this good. <laughs> and I, I think the, I think I, I think we'll only get three or four chapters of my life, but I think it'll be the best three or four chapters you ever fucking buy. I think so, and that'll be the the special touches. It'll be four chapters, and it'll just kind of wander off into blank pages. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, f I think we should just fill the gaps of me drawing how I think the world is. Oh, that would be fantastic. I haven't even seen your drawings yet, but I can imagine. I, um, can imagine. I, think, I think my friend Simon's listening in, and if, if he's in chat, I don't know if he is. <clears throat> he, he, he's good at drawing, I'm not. My drawings look like a... I don't know, I've got to think of a politically correct way of putting this. 
a disabled child let loose with crayons having been given acid. <laughs> wow, that's pretty interesting. That would be cool. Very. And uh, recently, apparently, and, and you've know, you know about this because you're flying, well, you were flying over here, so you've gotten, and you were in the Las Vegas airport, and this actually happened in the Las Vegas airport. Apparently, recently, the uh, TSA confiscated a cupcake. A cupcake. cupcake. A cupcake. Yes. Reports say that they uh, confiscated the frosted cupcake amid fears its icing could be a security risk. It, why? The uh, only th security risk at Vegas Airport is that they charge fucking $9 for a small Pizza Hut pizza. <laughs> Very true. That's the only shit going Absolutely. down there. <laughs> That's true. They said that uh, they seem concerned with the red velvet cupcake, which was packaged... In an eight-ounce mason jar, they didn't care that it could be an explosive in a jar, but they were more concerned about the icing um, was, or the frosting was enough like a gel to violate the restrictions for the liquids and gels. Do you know what gets me? Right. Let, let's, right. I've got to say this about all these restrictions on gels and that. Absolutely. Right. In the last week, I, 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 had, a, I had a small operation... On my bum, I'm gonna say it. I overstrained, and until they until they could cut the problem out, right? Oh my! They gave me a gel to squirt up my ass. Right. Sorry, everyone at home eating your turkey. Now, what's <laughs> to say that I couldn't squirt gel up my ass on a plane, go squirt it out onto a tissue, and light it? Very on true. On a plane and blow the fucker up. So I'm sorry, you're banning a cupcake. I've already thought it through. Very sorry for the interruption, everyone. Then it finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, the evil internet overlords disconnected during my show. Welcome back. I think we had a little internet issue. I'm here? You're here. Can you hear me? You're here, and I'm here, and VC is, is on her way. I blame that on the government. The second I said about shooting explosive gel out of your ass, the fucker went down. I think they... I, I swear, my internet only goes down when things bad are said, or, or I'm, like, in the midst of streaming a movie. Even though the movie is legally streamable, they seem to, like, keep shutting off the connection. It's really mean. <laughs> so we do apologize for that terrible interruption, but we are, hopefully, back. I got scared. I thought it was like the apocalypse or something. It was, and it was all because of Nick shot gel up his ass. After all, it is Armageddon. Oh, that hurt. I think everyone should maybe F5 or something because there's still people saying, let me know when it's back up. I think. Yes, it should be back. It should be slowly rolling back on. Hopefully. It's this time. I, I promise I'll make no more dirty things about explosive gelatin masks because that was a pain in the ass. Uh, exactly. No and pun then, intended. Uh, yes. And then, then the chat sound just went off and it's like as loud as a foghorn, so they'll be very, very upset in about two minutes. Did you hear me say, ah, oh, I can tell every that's caused offence because it's all gone silent. I... <laughs> Turns out the stream dropped. Might have been the last thing they heard. Who knows? That was pretty well-timed. Apparently, the last thing they heard was Nick saying, squirt and boom. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh so, yes, Christmas. We're back. 
<laughs> toasters, back. yes. Toasters and Jesus. There's been a company. Was that the bottle that we just that, that was a bottle of Mountain Dew. I just oh, okay. squeezed the last solitary drops out. Oh, God. And now I've got a two-liter bottle ready to pee in if I need to go again. If, so. if I had, like, a dollar every time somebody said that. <laughs> the thing is, B, I've run out of mixer to go to go with my rum. Do I drink it neat or do I put it on ice? Put it on ice. There you yeah, go. but the fridge is like four foot away from me. The oh. freezer is. Well, well then, then just chug it. I guess you'll be quite, quite sloshed by the time we're done. Do you know what? I think I am going to capture a screenshot of me. To... I'm going to take a big old swig of Morgan's now. I apologize because it normally makes me feel sick. <laughs> We'll wait. Yes. Last they heard it. <laughs> Jesus, it's fucking strong. <laughs> I I warned them that there would be drunken debauchery on this episode. Well, it is Christmas. It is Christmas, and there's nothing else better to do. <laughs> and apparently, it's very strong, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, so strong it makes him sound like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, <laughs> and that's why Santa sounds like that because he's completely drunken child molester <laughs> with with he, six thousand children on his Facebook. On his face. <laughs> on his face. Yeah. That, that, that is well. Investigation, motherfuckers. <laughs> so this holiday season, a very enterprising uh, Vermont resident is capitalizing on the hunger for. Jesus Christ showing up on things, you know. We're always talking about these things. You see Jesus in a pizza, you see Mary in a in a foggy window, or on a receipt that's laying on the floor. Well, he's created a toaster in which puts the actual image on that's the toast. dumb. And it can be yours for only thirty five dollars. Oh my god. You know what, for thirty five dollars I'd I'd rather I'd rather stand in the snow and piss pictures for you. Indeed, and you would for thirty five dollars. It would be worth it. It would it just takes away from people who actually find those Jesus images for real. Well You know what, I was reading the sun the other uh, oh I'd say the other week. Everything's always the other week because it's all a big blur. But somebody found a potato. That looked like Elvis, and then like a week later, somebody found, I don't know, a breadstick that looked like Jesus was on it. What's wrong with people? I mean, I'm fucked up, but I don't see pictures of God or Elvis in my food. And I certainly I don't need a toaster to make that. I always look for Jesus in my food. I look for Jesus everywhere I go, darling. <laughs> He's the shining guiding light. Well, the, the, the mental thing here is that they say that they have pulled, they have, the company is now pulling all-nighters for the past three days before Christmas, enlisting friends and family to keep up with orders. They have received two to 3,000 orders a day for several days in a row, ordering what? this fucking toaster. Do you know what? They're all pussies, because do you want to know what an all-nighter to me means? Uh, I have an idea. It means getting fucked up, eating kebabs, puking and pissing on yourself, and end up getting a bollocking from the wife, not making toasters. Kebabs. <laughs> kebabs. I've always That's loved funny. how the British say kebab. Kebab. I'm sorry, I'm about to take another swig of um, Morgan's. So sorry, I we'll talk about kebabs and kebabs. Kebabs. And 
uh, what we were talking about before the show. We were... Oh, fuck, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, the Morgan turns him into a pirate and shit. Apparently. Arr. Arr. It's because I'm a pussy, really. I should be able Yes, oh, we, we expected more from you. I know, but the thing is, I'm a, I'm a vodka man. I'm a Guinness man. <laughs> that would, and lurk a lot saying in wildbunchchat.com, it would be ironic if Santa was gluten and lactose intolerant. <laughs> it would be ironic if Santa was real. It, it would very well be. Can you imagine? I mean, he would have stopped giving presents a long time ago, though, if he was. You know, he'd be like, fuck you, you keep leaving me cookies. I can't eat cookies, you bastards. I can't eat cookies, I'm diabetic, you motherfuckers. Where's exactly. the carrot sticks? Exactly. Well, you know some families do leave out carrot sticks. And that's the you know what? If Santa's such a children. fat fuck that he's got type 2 diabetes, it ain't my problem. He either eats the cookies or he goes without. That's how it was when I was brought up. That's how it is for him. The stuff <laughs> of my house is my rules. Was he always fat or was it the cookies that made him fat? Coca-Cola made him fat. Oh, no, no, he wasn't... He's not fat, he's just big-boned. I've used all the excuses. I've been fat before. Exactly, same here. Now, speaking of eating, this one comes straight from Vanilla Child. This this <laughs> was texted to me yesterday as an urgent additional clip. Yes, Man, this is headline of the year. Man eats cocaine from brother's ass. And dies. Was it fucking Gigi Allen? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some cracked out looking black boy. A South Carolina man's brother died after police said he was forced to eat cocaine hidden in his brother's asshole. Snowflakes are falling. <laughs> 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 Imagine if he farts a puff oh, of snow right? and death. Exactly. There you go. And the police are like, what's that? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Both brothers were taken into custody. Token powder. On, <laughs> they're taken into custody on allegations that they had drugs in their car. But police told the local news station there were additional drugs hidden in 23-year-old D'Angelo Mitchell's rear end. Officers said D'Angelo Mitchell convinced his brother, 20-year-old Wayne Mitchell, to swallow the ounce of cocaine in his ass and hide the evidence. He died soon after. Is it any wonder that was a fucking ounce, ounce. of cocaine? It's sickening, North Charleston Police Chief said. I got upset when I saw the thing. I was pretty shocked on it. When he saw what? Did he see the brother eating his, his brother's ass? Or... I know. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Carl. Are they giving themselves rim jobs in the back of our car? <laughs> D'Angelo Mich- Mitchell, already bonded out on jail on drug charges, is now on the run. So the guy that killed his brother by giving him, making him give him a rim job has escaped. And he's now being searched. I'll fucking breathe. For, he's now being <laughs> charged for involuntary, uh, involuntary manslaughter. <laughs> if that does not lead you to be a bit disturbed in your thought processes. On Christmas. On Christmas. How did your brother die? Well, I'd rather not talk about he it. He ate snow out of my ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't fucking breathe right now. Yes, well, don't die on my show. <laughs> it's all right, I'm in England. Do you want to have to fill out the form? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but all the things you could eat from an asshole. It's true, it's true. And obviously he doesn't have that happen to him often or, you know. Oops. Sorry, baby. Yeah. People, his brother. I know. And just like when you get a prostitute, not your brother. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I want to know. I mean, there's so many details left out about this. What, were they in the back of the squad car when he's like, bro, bro, you got to do this? He's like, I'm not going to. I've, I've got like, coke in my ass. To. There is coke in my ass. <laughs> you fucking killing me. And then, like, you know, what? I don't know. I, there's just so many homoerotic connotations here. Like, when the brother is, is getting the cocaine out of the other brother's ass, I mean, was that brother thinking, huh, this is kind of kind of nice? Mm, this is pretty. Like, <laughs> And then he's like thinking, "Oh my God, what what's wrong with me?" You know, and all that stuff. See, what's all wrong those with... thoughts are running through mine too. Now you he see why it was so what was urgent. Wrong with... It was very urgent. Yes. Sorry, I need to go breathe into a bag for a minute. <laughs> but I mean, if it was, I mean, it makes it sound like it was in the squad car. So I mean, what were the cops doing while That's... one brother is obviously eating out the other? He probably stopped at the donut shop. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Who knows, though, really? But that is what it sounds like. Like, they were in the cop car. Exactly. And he's like, you've got to do this now. Now. <laughs> and, well, if they were in cuffs already, how did that exactly. even... Exactly. You know, how did they get the pants down? How did they... You know, there's so many logistical questions here. Yeah, I don't get it. These Unless are... it happened before they got in the cop car, but... Yes, well, 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 but exactly. I mean, if it happened before they got out of the cop car, they right, could I'm have back. they could have took it out a different way. <laughs> True. Yes. I'm sorry, but if you're going to tell me stories of people eating coke out of people's asses, I'm going to lose it. That's all right. That's that's <laughs> part of the point here on on the fabulous D show. And that's America for you. Exactly. You see, even even when I'm not on the show. I genuinely laugh like that. That's why my missus gets pissed off because she's got to work on a Monday. I haven't. Fantastic. No, we love that. We love that. Well, and if that wasn't good enough for you, I've got another. And it goes right, oh, along, God. right along with it. Tomas please, Batista please. will be spending a year in jail for finger-fucking his roommate's chihuahua. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. I have a chihuahua. That's fucked up. I'm sorry. Read that line again. Right. One more time for you. Tomas Batista will be spending a year in jail for finger-fucking his roommate's chihuahua. <laughs> and it's just as funny the second time, too. Well, they do look like finger puppets. They are small. <laughs> yeah, this is giving Vanilla Child all the wrong pictures because she's got the oh, chihuahua. I'm yes. getting like heated right now. If anyone finger fucked my chihuahua, they wouldn't have exactly. fingers. Now. Exactly. Well, and this is just the most disturbing, strange, mysterious story. Tomas Batista will serve one year 
and one day behind bars for finger banging his roommate's chihuahua in February. <laughs> it's like poetic finger banging in February. Batista was charged with animal cruelty because the state's new anti bestiality law knew. And this no. is, no, this is where, where, it doesn't say where this is yet. Uh, because, the, yeah, it's in a, it was not to go in effect until a few months after he committed the crime. So it was still okay, wherever they are. He, he pleaded no contest of the charges. Batista came home drunk the night of February 17th, and he lived in an Oakland Park home with his 67-year-old roommate, so you know she freaking loved the Chihuahua. The Chihuahua was three years old. Velasquez heard the dog yelp, that's the, the roommate, heard the dog yelp, and saw it run away from Batista. Batista had passed out without his pants in the yard. The dog, meanwhile, was holding its tail between its legs. Okay, so, you know, picture it. Aww. <laughs> exactly. Aww. I mean, but the dude's passed out without pants on, and the chihuahua's... Guys, I've, I've got to say something. Yes. Carla has just walked down the stairs. Carla has a 5.30 start tomorrow, and, it, and in the UK, currently, it is 1.30. Four hours from now, she's going to be at work. She has just walked down the stairs and looked at me as if to say, you motherfucker, you laugh again, I'm going to stab your fucking eyes out. Well, good luck trying not to laugh again. You've got 30 more minutes of this. I was just going to say, good thing there's only a half an hour left. Exactly. <laughs> we'll try. Do, do apologize to the missus. I want my chihuahua now. But Mr. Okay. Batista, he's, he told police that he gets... I quote, a little crazy when he drinks and admitted penetrating the dog with his finger. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Which finger? The one between his legs that was hanging out? No, well, and that's the thing, you know, I, you could see how these people with the bestiality and everything would hump the dog. But, I mean, why would you just drunkenly pass out next to a chihuahua and, and finger hump it? And it's no pleasure to you. That's kind of I weird. Know. You know, that's... My sister's got two chihuahuas, two of them, Star and Peanut. And I've been round her house drunk many a time and never, it never, crossed never have your I mind. felt like fucking fingering them. <laughs> that's a very I've won- good. I've wondered why Peanut's cock is disproportionately huge to his body, but never have I touched it. <laughs> well, exactly. And these are natural curiosities, <laughs> but not finger banging them. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't play finger puppets with small animals. No, especially small animals, because they don't really enjoy it. No. Or at least they don't seem to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) I'm not sure about that myself. I'm sorry, if you finger bang... Actually, if you finger bang me, I'd probably laugh. But I'm not a poor defenseless chihuahua. I don't know, that depends. I don't... Don't try me! Anyway... (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying ya. I'm trying ya. <laughs> exactly. Poor Nick. Poor Nick. Do you know what? The 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 other week, yeah. Um, yeah. But we decided we, we were out down the pub drinking, and there's a game called Gay Chicken for the straight guys. And what it is, is you do shit, and until the point that the other person's uncomfortable. My friend said to me, he said, Nick, he said I ain't playing with you because you'll take a cock in the mouth before you'll fucking lose. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this we know we know well about you. <laughs> I ain't even gay, but I ain't gonna lose a game. <laughs> I'm too competitive. That is exactly why we love you. 
Exactly. Oh, that's just one of the many, many, many reasons. I'm sorry, but in chat, uh, Lurkalot has posted FOF LMAO. I'm not. I'm not savvy with this. What does that mean? I, I think. I think if it was not a typo, it means fucking on the floor, laughing my ass off. Or or falling on the floor. Or falling on the floor. Yes. There we go. Yeah. I'd say falling on the floor. So yes, she's on the floor, which is interesting because you know it could have been raffle, which is rolling on the floor, which means she's on the floor. So I guess she just <laughs> fell on the floor. It, these are very very confusing. It could be a typo. The R and the F are right next you know to each what? other. I spend my like, all my friends say to me my text messages are long winded, but at least you can understand them. I get shit from people. I'm like that makes no sense. And they just as well have texted me normally because the thing is, I'll text them back. There'll be like five or six messages back and forth to get the point of the message. I refuse to learn. That's fine. And, and I, I respect that. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But, but just, okay. in, just in time for 2012, Vanilla, an article has been released, a re- report has been released as well, that apparently teenage girls are far more interested in having sex with each other. Than boys. Thanks. I thought you would be appreciative of this. Teenage girls in America are having more sexual contact with other females than ever before. Sexual activity between young girls is reported to have gone up in the last decade, while teenage pregnancy has gone down. New new analysis of the U.S. National Survey of Family Growth, NSFG for Nick, has revealed the surprising shifts in the sexual activity. Factors that may account for this drop include our findings that more were waiting until later in adolescence to become heterosexually involved. There is an irony here. Once upon a time when I was younger, you used to have to get a girl drunk to have sex with her, but the thing is now it seems as though you have to sober them up. <laughs> it's terrible, uh, really. Right. Well, there's, there's but I kind of knew that. Like, I watch Facebook and, well, and I, you know, I have many daughters. <laughs> yes. The thing is, the thing is, VC. If anyone touches your daughters, I feel as though I'm the big brother. I'm a fuck them up. It's true. You, <laughs> yeah. should, you should tell that to them because I've got the resources. I will fly out there. I will kick their asses all the way across town. And that would not I be pretty. I can totally see that. And you don't want a butcher kicking your ass. That's right. I might only be know. five foot nine, but I'm a stocky little bastard, and I'm angry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this article how it, it was overloaded with stock photography of young girls talking together, like looking at cell phones and they're on the bed and, you know, it, it's innocent stock photography. But, you know, there's like 6,000 wankers looking at that <clears throat> like, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Oh. They need to go on Facebook and get the pictures of the girls making out. Exactly. Hey, yeah. Yes, Nick. I have just thought of something. Yes. Because, because obviously due to the limitations of the internet and uh, broadcasting, yes. ha- have the audience been uh, subjected to my awful Christmas song I recorded yet? They. Oh, yes, and I forgot to even mention that. that We did hear a little bit of that at the beginning of the show when I did my intro, and then they will hear the full version at the end of the show. Oh, I'm sorry if I ruined the surprise. No, no, you reminded me to discuss it, because I was going to say after we started, but I was so distracted discussing all of those wonderful things 
that um, yes, that was the intro was created especially for us by Nick. It was There's very, only yeah, two uh, lines in the song. <laughs> exactly, but it's a lot of a lot of fabulous music, and then the ending, which I kind of cut off and saved for the end of the show, with the whole thing. Is is very <clears throat> fantastic. Which you asked me if I needed to cut out, which I'm like, no, no, don't cut it out. I like it. <laughs> the thing is, Iron Eagle died a long time ago. I'm now in a band that's very Black Sabbathy, and uh, basically, it, any musicians that think, oh, that sounds shit," that's because we had 15 minutes to record a song with guitars that are set up to a doom scale. And what you're going to hear is what you got. <laughs> I couldn't I even be bothered it. to write any more lines. Well, that was, that was very Nick of you. What is the band that you're in now called? Um, for legal reasons, I'm going to... No, it's called Blur. It, 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 it's a doom-sounding band. It's very, it's very fun. It's, not, it's very family-orientated. You can bring your kids to our shows. Or not. <laughs> I find that hard to believe, exactly. The, 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 the thing is, I'm, I'm one of these people, I find it hard to talk about what I do. You know when you did the unsigned show and I come on? Yes. I, I find it hard to talk about what I do, because I, I always think to myself, does anyone actually care? <laughs> you know? They may, and if they, they hear may. that sound, because I thought, you know, that was very Motorhead, very all that, and and what, I think the, people the Christmas song. Yeah, the Christmas song. Even that's because all I can play is rip off Motorhead tunes, really. Well, that's good. That's why you get along with my husband. I'd probably get along with him. I very. think we should fly to Vegas, and we should all get fucked up. And I drunk. think so. I know we went to see uh, Motorhead no puppet, in, in Vegas, so like last year. Did I you? We did. This year at this, Motorhead. This year, yeah. This year at Motorhead it was, in Southampton. Um, me and my friend Simon went along with my brother-in-law Leger, and uh, some guy called me a legend because apparently at some point I was fighting with four guys in the mosh pit and winning. <laughs> wow. Nice. <laughs> That's why you'd be good. Um, you and, and my husband could be in the mosh pit, and I can sit idly by you up, up any top. any idea how much I love Lemmy? Oh, I, I bet. I mean, I know how much he loves Lemmy. So, I've got a portrait of Lemmy on my uh, left thigh. I've got the motorhead war pig on my right arm. I've got, I'm sat behind a sewing drum skin of the band. I'm obsessed. That's wonderful. He would love it, you. Uh, You'd be his best friend. I, um, Nick. Has, hello, VP. <laughs> yeah. No, you have a TARDIS. You have a lot of shit, dude. I showed you my signed picture of David Tennant, didn't I? David Tennant, yes. I want one. See, you see, the thing is, when I'm in the chat room and I'm saying to people, oh, I met so and so, I did this, I think people think, oh, that motherfucker's lying. No. For some reason in my life, I end up bumping into people, and this is no word of a lie. Old David Tenninch from Doctor Who sent me and my wife a signed picture for our wedding, and VC has seen it. So, and you ran into randomly Amy Winehouse. Yes, that was in Camden. I I wouldn't. We. It's not like we were bosom buddies or anything. It was just there she was. Wow. I would have loved to run into her, even just to run into her. (laughs) 
<laughs> Even if she just like smacked me or something. Right. It's like the other week we were. Um, I know they're a bit of a shit band, but I'd never say this stuff. I, the other week, my I've got a friend who's a tattooist, and he got invited out on tour with Bowling Pursuit just to tattoo him. Right. And we ended up backstage with them. That was that was pretty good fun. I mean, you know what? Anyone can do the can do this. You just got to actually mooch off your friends. That's the truth of it. <laughs> That's true. That's how it works. And and the Rainbow Mix Radio is giving you an uh, offer in, in chat to send them whatever you want, whatever they want, and they might play it for you. So, yeah, I, oh, I really, darlings? Yeah, I don't I, think you've heard my first demo. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they are. They're trying to keep things very eclectic over there. So amongst all the others, what, we've heard some weird I'm gonna stuff. I'm going to punt now. If there's any radio DJs out there who, who want a regular co-host, here I am. Take me as I am. Well, you certainly spice up every episode of my show. Oh, yeah. yeah well, He's a spice girl. He's a spice girl. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> he's, can- he's candy spice. Man candy yeah, You spice. are man candy man spice. Then I can be old spice or um, cinnamon spice. He- I don't know. How old are you, D? 29? How are you old? I'm, I am... You never ask a lady her age. <laughs> I know you never ask a lady her age, but I'm Nick Tyrant. I can do what the fuck I want. Clearly, <laughs> I'm I'm around that. I'm like the thirty old, thirty-ish. Do you know what? Yes. The, the, I know the sad you're... story is me, yes. me, me, and our good lady host. We we missed each other like ships in the night last year, didn't we? Yeah. It's <sighs> very sad. I cried. But then off and Weeping hysterically. You made him cry, D. I'm s- <laughs> I know. We 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 just missed each other. We did. We did. And to be honest with you, I was drunk as a motherfucker. It's a good thing you didn't meet me. I was yeah. imagining that. <clears throat> yes. Uh, I I I knew that that was your state while you were here. Which wouldn't have mattered. I mean, it would have been fabulous. But yes, there were just so many logistical issues back then. And I was just settling in in, in certain areas of life. It was sad. The thing is, I won't hold it against you. But what I am going to warn you of is I'm about to take another massive glug of rum. So I'm about to cough. Well, and, <laughs> in about 10 seconds. And while you cough, we'll go to break and come back. And then you can cough on mute and you'll be happy. Yay. So we'll do that. I don't mind back. if they hear how, how weak I am. There you go. <laughs> we'll be back on the Fabulous D Show, Wild Bunch Radio, Rainbow Mix Radio, Christmas Day on theartistd.com. Damn thing pops up, and here we go. There we go. You are listening to Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. This is the station you've been waiting for all your life because not anywhere can you hear what you want to hear when you want to hear it. Because we play the greatest mix of your favorite kind of music from yesterday's classics to today's biggest hits and everything in between. We play the best music your mind has ever tasted. Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. And thank you for listening. She's famous. She's funny. She's the artist D. Hi, I'm Samantha Renee from Sunrise and Sammy. 
heard every weekday morning from 8 a.m. until 12 noon Eastern Time. And you're listening to The Fabulous D Show on Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. Держите альтернативные мысли на воздухе. Quiltbunkradio.com пожертвовать. Turn it up. Hey, what's going on? This is Tony Z, and I'm not here to talk about myself and my music, which you can hear on YouTube, Facebook, and Reverb Nation. Nah, I'm here to tell everybody to listen to the fabulous Dean Vanilla Child live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. What day? Sunday. What time? 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On WildBunchRadio.com. Where? WildBunchRadio.com. Or you can go to TheArtistD.com and click the fabulous D show. What do they talk about? The real question is what don't they talk about? Do they use bad language? You're fucking right they use bad language, so keep your kids the hell out. Will they offend you? Not as much as burning a Bible and pissing on it to put the flames out, so I think most people can handle it. Again, Sunday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. WildBunchRadio.com or go to TheArtistD.com and click The Fabulous D Show. And while you're at it, you can head over to www.ReverbNation.com slash Tonyzy. T-O-N-E-A-Z-Y. I'm out. Here's to Artist E, who's with us tonight. She's happy, she's jolly, she's horny, by golly. Here's to Artist E, who's with us tonight. So drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. It's Artist E, who's with us tonight. She's got balls. She's got beats. Taunting scammers and entertaining the masses, it's Zoe Boggs with Zoe's Bits and Pieces every Saturday night at 5 p.m. EST. So grab your balls and tune in for some beats. Get ready because Zoe's got some enormous hits. Hits, I said hits. Tune in live at wildbunchradio.com. This is Becky Cannon, so you listen to The Fabulous D Show. This is Campus Christmas, and as mad as a box of frogs. And don't forget to sign up on Transtastic.com, the most fabulous transcended social network site in the world. What do you want? What? Get out of here. Next! Next! Oh, good. What do you want? What do you want? What are you doing? God damn it! Nintendo Deer Hunter 3. Give a shit what you want? Blowing snot all over everybody and fucking whatever. Next, come on. What do you want? Um, Santa? Yeah, I'm Santa. Come on, what do you want? Um, Barbie? Say cheese. Okay, fine, Barbie. Oh, thank you. Ow, what's the toenails, kid? Shit. Next. Next! What do you want? Fraggle stick car. What the fuck is that? Fraggle stick car. Well, I heard you. Fraggle stick car, fine. Before Tad, I was just a robot. Visit wildbunchradio.com to donate to help robots like me. It's like a fucking circus in here.
You want danger, huh? I'll show you what danger is, baby. This is Mac Danger and Cheddar from Soylent Radio, where you can catch us every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for a four-hour mind-blowing audio thrill ride that'll rattle your head and rock your world right here on WildBunchRadio.com. You have to fight for your right to party all night. We play a wide variety of music, comedy, and randomness from some of your favorite artists, as well as independent artists from across the globe you won't hear anywhere else. Plus, you never know who might drop in or what chaos might ensue, and usually does, right here in the studio. Warning, Solid Radio may cause mind-altering effects with repeated exposure and is not for the expletive impaired. So join us every Sunday for another absinthe-minded journey into new realms of reality that is Solent Radio. And if you're not tuned in, you might as well be listening to It's lonely being this fucking smart. Uh, yeah, we'll have two martinis, please. I don't know what they were doing. Lighting a joint like I am right now. We're not prejudiced, we hate everyone. Oregon Children's Theater Costume Sale uses Pedo Bear in ads. <laughs> I'm an old chicken and I smoke. I don't know what they were doing. He can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. Damn, just a little... <laughs> give me just, just give me a man. Those are spikes. Just give those me a man. Just, come on. I was like, how about you give me some money? Oh my God. <laughs> and he put it in his mouth and he was like, he like moved his face towards me. I was like, no, man. No, man. I think it's one of those strange manhood rituals. No, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. You were teasing us, too. Sometimes we're not all sugar and spice. We are the Fabulous D Show on Wild Bunch Radio, simulcast weekly on Rainbow Mix Radio. Tune in at 7 p.m. EST, 12 a.m. GMT, live every Sunday at theartistd.com. Then you're allowed to have a hard-on or something. Some of us have great stories, pretty stories, that take place at lakes with boats and friends and noodle salad. Just no one in this car, but a lot of people, that's their story. Good times, noodle salad, noodle salad, noodle salad. Unsere Künstler D ist fabelhaft. Nun zurück zu The Fabulous D Show. And we're back on The Fabulous D Show, Vanilla Child and Nick Tyrant from Not Iron Eagle Anymore on the line. Talking about Christmas. Would help if I Christmas. unmuted you. Yes, there you go. Christmas. Christmas. Love. I it's funny Christmas. how it rhymes with kiss my ass. <clears throat> true. Very, very, very true. <coughs> Excuse me for coughing there. Are, are you done coughing and carrying on now? 
I was just eating a Terry's chocolate orange. It was magic. (laughs) (laughs) It was magic. (laughs) Magic. There were unicorns and everything. So... Time a bell rings and Angel gets his wings. <laughs> so, lastly, the last thing I've dug up for us, which I knew would be well conversed with Nick, the headline reads Woman busted for raping her 15 year old nephew on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What is she? I, she's 23 years old. And she's got a nephew who's 15. 15, yes. And they were doing it on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, first of all, you've been very busy, America. This is how they spend the holidays. Police in Montgomery County say the scenario unfolded at the family gathering in Oak Ridge Forest Lane. Amanda Billerus, 23, has been charged with second-degree felony sexual assault, punishable for 2 to 20 years in prison. According to the Houston News, relatives caught her having sex with the 15-year-old relative. It's worth considering that she might not have been in her right mind. According to her own statements on the message boards of MotoHouston.com, she is an avid motorcycle racer, suffered serious injuries in 09, and included a severe blow to a head, blow to her head, and internal injuries, which has put her on dialysis for life. Now, you have to see this picture, although you can't see it, but she is quite the stunningly cute-looking person. She's not... The thing is, hid- the thing is, the, it turns out two people got a serious blow to the head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was wrong. Was, that was pretty good. Um, that was very... And the uh, second thing I've got to say is to Lurk a lot. I'm, I'm dedicating my performance tonight to him. Uh, to her. To her. Yes, to her. Yes, the Terry's the, chocolate. The Terry's chocolate orange is magic, and if you don't know that, I'm going to come round and we're going to smear it all over each other and we're going to get fucked up. <laughs> I'm just totally picturing Nick and Lurk a lot and, and a bunch of aliens because she collects aliens. So You know what? When it, whenever I'm listening into the show as just a civilian, um, Lurk a lot <laughs> is, is the funniest person in the room. No offense to everyone else, but Lurk a lot. No. You need props. She's, she's one of the funniest civilians in the room. <laughs> she's, a, she's a top and she is. So, so tonight's The Fabulous D Show Christmas special is dedicated to Lurkalot in wildbunchchat.com. Yes. And the rest of the civilians and in the, the rest room. of the civilians. <laughs> right, people, one moment. I'm about to take a massive fucking glug of rum. Before I get into this story of... We'll wait. You need he was just fighting to stay conscious. We'll wait, yes. Well... Apparently, I woke him back up. (laughs) Here I'm at. Now, see, what they don't tell you about this article (coughs) is that, as we all know, the 15-year-old was probably about 6 foot 5, rippling muscles, 6-pack abs, and if the media was not legally barred from posting photos of under-18 victims, the readers of this article would probably be far less sympathetic. That's my take on it. But it's her nephew. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> hey, hey, DC, can I, can I let you in on a little secret? Never, and never will I, ever feel like banging my nephew. 
Oh, well, goodness, thank you. I would hope. Never oh. any of them. That's just weird. It well, is weird. Exactly. But that's the thing. These families are, are just completely <laughs> fucked up because, you know, they get together once every year. They don't know each other. They're going to bang each other. And they're going to bang. <laughs> you know that the, the two young ones will go get drunk and they're either, either just getting drunk or getting high or fucking in the back room. <clears throat> it's just bound to happen. <laughs> and I actually found this. Well, they, I found. I haven't finger banged anyone. Nor the Chihuahua, absolutely. But you know, to the headline of raping the fifteen-year-old boy. I don't know. I looked at the sub. I found it on a message board, and there were like this long string of you know the usual. Hell yeah, that's awesome. All that crap. Because there's always <laughs> fucked your aunt <laughs> every time. Well, and uh, but then they post pictures of her, and they're like, oh, hell yeah. Because she's not an, an unattractive-looking individual. Does she want to come to England? Um, I don't think she can. I don't think she can um, come anymore. <laughs> go. Or go. <laughs> yes. She's going to be somebody's bitch now. Indeed. Yes. She'll she'll be coming behind bars quite a bit. I've got a bar for her. <laughs> Oh, yes. It's shit. not the normal type. It's a bit flexible and it's a bit pink. Oh my! <laughs> bullocks. Yes, bullocks. I said oh, bullocks, wow. Karen, in chat. Bullocks. What's going on in chat? Something like they're asking me about bullocks. Bullocks. Yes, because I said that was bullocks. Because I know plenty of of people who have attractive ants um, who would fuck them, unfortunately. There's people around here with the last name Bullock. I love it. But the thing is, Lurk is saying, who needs alcohol? Well, I have to say, this is a public service announcement. I need it. It gets me through my day and it takes the edge off of life. Well, and Send I've, all your alcohol to me. But I've learned, much like Lurkalot is saying, that... Um, if you're on enough pain meds to knock you out like an elephant, you don't need alcohol, depending on who you are. Because I'm the same way. It's either alcohol or pain meds. I would prefer one of them, at least. You know what? When I was in America, I have never been greeted by so many medications. Either it, it, it's paracetamol or it is ibuprofen. In America, I went downstairs one morning in, in LA. I was like, look, I've got a fucked up hangover i've been drinking white russians all night 30 million selections in the end i took one which had uh, caffeine ibuprofen paracetamol and some other shit it was great and all holiday i took them all week they were brilliant i missed them yes and they're like this is what it's like to be an american yes so. i do i do like medication medicate me we would love to. No, I don't know. Uh, you're, you're, we love you the way you are, and therefore. Well, the thing we is, I'm. Uh, I I feel as though I was sent as it's Christmas. I feel as though uh, I was sent here by God to spread the message of love. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. It might be true. It could be very true, and you're spreading you quite just... a bit. Of bullocks. Then were of you bullocks, just saying yeah. in the beginning of the show that 
You don't believe in God? I don't, but that's but, not the point. But I'm he did say it may be true, and it may. We may find out otherwise one of these days. I guess. The thing is, everyone needs Nick Tarrant in their life like they need Salvadine. They really do. Absolutely. And unfortunately, we do have to wrap it up, but I have got to tell people that this Thursday, I am on the Bone Garden again. Thursday, bitches! Exactly. Thursday at 6 p.m. EST, I will be on Cotolo Chronicles. Roll call from the Bone Garden. And that's where, for those of you who don't know, who haven't been tuning in for the last four years, is where Frank and I discuss the dead people of, of 2011. Anyone who died, we'll talk about them. It's not a morbid show. It's, it's a respectful show because we don't talk about like all the mainstream people that died. It's some people you didn't hear about, which is sad because huh. they need to be mentioned. Yeah. Not that many people really died this year, though. I haven't seen the list yet. I'm waiting. A lot so. of people did die this year. We'll, a bunch we'll, of... We've got Amy Ms. Winehouse. Ms. Winehouse. Yes. Me and Dee, well, see that? We're connected. There's about three major uh, political leaders. Yes, yes, and uh, Kim Jong-il just got on that. Oh, yeah, we've got terrorists and communists. And oh, we. Oh, I'm so one we. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that guy, too. Yep, that guy. Yes, and then, as a special treat, we'll be replaying that show next Friday. So, or, I'm sorry. Ah, next Sunday on the Fabulous D show is going to be a repeat of the Bone Garden show. So we, Vanilla Child and I, will actually be off. <gasps> Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. Sweet! And I, I can get drunk the night before. We, exactly. We get to, to have a weekend to ourselves. We all need that day Fly to recover. Out, and I'm going to mess that weekend up. That's fine. Come on out. That is fine. We dare you. Yes. We dare you to come down our chimneys. Double dare me. <laughs> yes, I we, dare you to come down. Triple my dog dare you. That means you have to do it. You triple dipple dog dare me. I do. Indeed, I do. So this has been the fabulous D show for Christmas Day, uh, December twenty fifth, whatever date Christmas is. Thank you, Nick, for being here. It could be our last one. It could be. It's the last of the year. This is the last in 2011. You'll hear our lovely voices. But this this could be our last Christmas ever. It could be. The I'm next sorry, year, people. it could be all over. You won't hear my voice for a while. According to the and Mayans. Let me out at Christmas. <laughs> exactly. So listen to me Thursday, and thank you, Nick, for being here. Thank yeah. you, everyone. It's been It's been fun. It Thank has you, Nick. Fun. And I'm sure we'll we'll give them lots of links to you later if you ever have any music up or anything, because we love you. Thank yes, you very we do. Right. I'm going to cry now. All right, you go cry and, and give your wife a hug and tell her we're sorry for waking her. Nah, a hug ain't going to dirt, man. I need jewelry and hard cash. Sounds good to me. <laughs> me All too. Right. Until next week for the... Rerun will be back in the new year at 2012. Hopefully, Vanilla Child yeah, and I will be back after that whole business. And if the world doesn't end, you'll see us then. So until then, this is the Fabulous D on the Fabulous D Show. Theartistd.com is where you can find everything downloadable, iPodable, everythingable until forever, until forbid, and forbid maybe sooner than we think. Uh, good night. Not bitches!
night. Not my little darling. <laughs> <laughs>